Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute podcast, the show that will take you from your nine to five to living a life on your terms. We hear from the experts themselves, sharing how they created their success and give you actionable steps to help you create a lifestyle by design. Becoming a buyer's agent requires passion, dedication, and great mentorship. This podcast will share with you all three so that you can turn buying property into a career. Welcome back to the Buyers Agent Institute show. I'm your host, Ben Handler. Today, we're gonna dive into and also peel back to deep dive into the opportunities that exist in the real estate sector. The discussion today is gonna be led by two people. One is a real estate agent, one is a buyer's agent, to really hear their perspectives around the opportunities in real estate. We have Renee Dickey here from Bresick Whitney. Renee has been in real estate for 10 years. She currently serves as a real estate agent. She's personally sold property for me before. And we've got Rachel Cruz here, who is a buyer's agent in Sydney. She runs her own business. She worked at my former company, Cohen Handler. She was a top performing buyer's agent. Welcome girls. Thank you. So Renee, we're gonna kick off with you. Uh, your journey, how did it begin in real estate? Sure, so it started out, I bought property, I grew up in Brisbane, so um, there was an opportunity where I could buy a property when I was quite young, yeah. um, because it was affordable in Brisbane, and I naturally just knew how to renovate. My dad was a builder, so I grew up on, on building sites, and that I just started renovating, sold that, bought another, did the same thing and so on. And along the way, I met so many real estate agents. Um, and I just learned that there were good experiences and bad experiences. And I just loved being in the middle of a negotiation when I was selling. So I thought I would really love to do this. And it would mean that I could wear a suit every day. And <laughs> Uh, to me, that was that was enough, and I moved to Sydney um, 11 years ago. And when I was first looking to to buy a property in Sydney, I met Bresick Whitney agents, and I thought these these people are really good at what they do. And I got a business card from one of them, and I put it beside my bed, and I manifested every night that I would work for Bresick Whitney. And eventually, Ivan Bresick offered me a position. First of all, I had to do work experience every Saturday. Um, I don't think it was even paid, but every Saturday I had to help whoever needed me at open homes. And then from there, Ivan offered me a position as his assistant, and that was 10 years ago. Amazing, and you're still wearing a suit today. I love my suits. <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. thank you. And, and Rachel, I mean, your journey obviously started not in, in real estate originally. How's, I mean, how's your journey progressed? My journey has been one of the most amazing experiences. Um, I've surprised myself almost at every turn. Um, I and I went from animal veterinary science, went into sales and then transitioned into buyer's agency and all of those changes um, really had a huge impact on me. Yeah, nice. And I mean, obviously my background, I, I worked as a, a buyer's agent and so like you girls, I've been in the real estate space. Renee, like what do you find is the most rewarding part or parts of real estate? Um, for me, um, 
I think selling real estate and, and being a real estate agent means that you can, it is whatever you want it to be. Mm. Um, Ivan Bresic very early on in, in my career said, um, if look after your business and it will look after you. Mm. And that's exactly what it is. You know, you, I'm at a point now where I can work from wherever I need to work from. Um, as long as you have a phone, you basically have an office. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is whatever you want it to be. It's flexible, it's time consuming, but in those six days a week or seven days a week when you have to, you sort of come and go as you need to. So for me, it would be flexibility. I suppose, and no, no two days are the same. It's, and I, I always hear flexibility, and for me it was flexibility. However, it's hard to understand when people, like you say flexibility because it's six or seven days, but it, it does provide so much uh, flexibility to, to also do what you want, right? Yeah. Like you can go for a swim during the day or? Completely, like I just came back from four days in Thailand. I needed time out. I needed to recharge my mind and my body to be able to get through to the, to the end of the year because I was so tired because the, the market this year has been tough. So I thought I'll just slide away for four days and nobody noticed, you know, if I've, I was still on the phone, I was still on email. Yeah. Um, I could just push appointments, you know, back a couple of days and that was it, you know, no trouble. It's awesome. It's not necessarily like that when you first start, that's for sure. Like mm. you really have to, you know, slog it out, but eventually you get to a point where you, you know, what you're capable of. Yeah, nice. And Rach, for you, what's been the most rewarding? I mean, there's so many rewarding parts, but what's, what's been a critical rewarding part for you? I think for me, the most rewarding, I think definitely would be the sense of ownership and control that you can take in your life. Mm. Um, running your own business and working in such a, like Renee said, um, you know, a very fluid sort of industry there's so many ins and outs and it's so it's very exciting um i think the most rewarding element is that you can guide people through such important decisions um i love that i can just be me mm. and uh the owning potential has been very liberating on many levels mm. thanks yeah i mean when i was a, operating as a buyer's agent i always felt that the buyer's agent space was more tailored towards females. I mean, I haven't been a real estate agent, so I can't comment from the sell side point of view. But leading to my next question, did you find it challenging, like working from what I could see as a very alpha dominant male sector? Yes. As a, as a, as a female, because you, you, yeah. you both are very, very successful female, you know, real estate agent, buyers agent. So I wanted to hear your point of view. Yes. So we are a minority uh, within the industry. And um, yeah, it's very, it was very intimidating for me. Like I was, I was very shy growing up. So coming into that environment where there's just so much testosterone and confidence and, and you know, uh, mateship, you know, in the yeah. office, it's really hard to break into that. And you're a bit different and you stick out, but um, yeah, I think things change. Um, um, yeah, the biggest challenge was, I, I suppose, most of the male agents employ like for like, you know, you, you like people who are similar to you. So you want to work with people who are like you. And so we, 
it was hard to initially cut through, but there's yeah. there's a lot of, you know, diversity at Breast Whitney is increasing. Um, we want more women to work with us. And I suppose we just have to reflect who our clients are. Yeah. We need to appeal to who are our clients. Like if there's 50% male, female clients, um, then we need to be able to cater to those people if they want a female agent or male agent or, you know, Chinese or um, different backgrounds. Like you need to be able to have somebody to reflect who your clients are. Yeah. And I mean, I read a stat recently that said that that 65% um, of women, whether it's true or not, I'm not sure, account for uh, the, the real estate workforce. And I mean, I don't think that would relate to real estate agents or buyers agents, right? It'd be like more administrative roles, property management. I think support roles. Support um, roles. Actually, I think, you know, I, I was in an assistant role yeah. um, many years ago. And um, I think there was a, it was very common to have a, a quite a dominant male as the lead agent mm. and then to have their female assistant. Yeah, okay. And Rach, what are two fundamental lessons that, that real estate's taught you? Because you've worked at a real estate agency before. You've worked at a buyer's agency, now you run your own buyer's agent business. Yes. I think um, it's a bit of a tough question because I think there's been so many opportunities, but mm. in terms of the lessons, yeah. um, one of them would definitely be about, again, that, that, that sense of ownership, that I've been able to create my own life and you know, create this you know, level of abundance for myself that I never thought was possible. So mm -hmm. there was a, the lesson of, um, that I can actually break through a lot of uh, self-limiting beliefs. That was a big one. And the other one was, I think, to do with, yeah, definitely the earning potential. Yeah, the earning potential's it's, a big one. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, I think coming out of like a salary job, working your way out of that, and going through all the, the ups and downs of then becoming a business owner in such a competitive industry. Mm. Um, and then for myself, in terms of the buyer's agent space, um, even more opportunity. Um, maybe even as a female. Um, mm. I feel like I've sort of found my place because when I was on that side of the fence, I, I actually didn't like being in a suit. I, thought, I felt very uncomfortable and I was like, it just wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's really nice when you can find your place. Nice. Mm. And, and Renee, do you do work with buyer's agents? Like, do you and Rachel do deals together? Or? I love to do a deal with a buyer's agent, <laughs> especially Rach. If Rachel comes through an open home or something that I'm selling off market, it puts me at ease that that there's, you know, Rachel always has qualified clients that um, are ready to execute straight away. So, um, yeah, I love to deal with buyers agents. Yeah, and leading to the next question, would you, would you like to see more women in like real estate agent roles? Yeah. Moving forward? Yeah, very much. I think it all just comes back to diversity. Um, we need somebody to cater to to everybody um, yeah that it's as simple as that like there needs to be more women in real estate it's not um, I think you know initially when I first started it in real estate it was about you know you sit at your desk and you make a hundred phone calls and then and and then you go and show property and you sell property and and that's it so a lot of women were like well I can't I can't do that I need to pick up kids or um, I, I've got you know, responsibilities and I just don't want to make a hundred cold calls. Um, I'm like for me personally, and I think a lot of women that I work with in the office and in the industry, 
we're great face to face. We make really strong connections face to face a lot quicker than men do, for example. So, um, yeah, I, I think it, it, there should be. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think so as well. We're going to wrap up soon. So just, I've got a question for both, both of you. So whichever one wants to dive in first. I mean, real estate provides so many opportunities. Uh, for me, it has personally, and, and I've seen it provide for so many people. For you guys, like, what would be the single biggest opportunity that real estate has, has given you? Ooh. That's a big, that's a, that's a deep question. <laughs> Do you want to go? I think <laughs> for, for me, and um, Rachel touched on it a few times, it is, financial freedom. When you figure out what you're doing and you get to a point where you start doing it well and consistent, consistently um, and people like you, you get to a point where you do have financial freedom combined with um, freedom of time, like mm. flexibility, like what you do with your time, then I think for me, that's a, that's a great life. Mm. Yeah, you're great. Rachel. Oh God. Um, I think for me, I think as a female, um, you can go through, well, anyone can go through a lot of personal, you know, life changes, circumstances that, you know, can really, um, put you in a difficult spot. Um, I think for me being knowledgeable and really like an expert in this space, like being educated in property is a huge life skill. Yeah. Um, for example, I bought, I bought a property um, in the peak of the market really well um, with my, you know, former partner, and um, I'm lucky that I'm knowledgeable in this space, and I was able to, I'm able to get out of that. But also in terms of the career opportunity, if I didn't have my business, I think um, it would have. Um, uh, left me with less options yeah so in terms of the for me in terms of the biggest opportunity it's it is that sense of liberation and and control and um you know sense of freedom yeah, yeah. i will just add mm -hmm. you you can't underestimate the the people that you meet doing what we do is so broad mm. like the people's experiences like you enter people's lives at such a, a, a big time in their life mm. um, for so many different reasons. So getting to meet such different people is hugely rewarding. You mm. learn so much about people and, you know, they're, they're letting you into their homes. So, and their I mean, lives. yeah, into their lives. So true. Yeah, when I, I came from the corporate world before I started my buyer's agent business and I used to work with the same employees like every day. Yeah. And so you're dealing with the same people. And then when I become a buyer's agent and you're going to people's homes, you're meeting clients, you're, you're just meeting so many different personalities and you learn so much about life. I, I felt that as well. That was huge. That's a big one. Well, yeah. Well, thanks so much, Rach. Thanks so much, Renee. Thank you everyone for tuning in and stay tuned for next episode. See you there. To find out more about how you can become a stellar buyer's agent yourself, head to www.buyersagentinstitute.com dot com dot au